Welcome to episode 12 of the Nerds Landing Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Morgan Freeman. A.K.A. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do a terrible Morgan Freeman impression. This is Scott, if you didn't know. I, I don't even know how to describe that, what that was. It was not Morgan Freeman, I'll tell you that. It sounds like somebody else. It sounds like a... It sounds like a shitty Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. That doesn't sound like Dumbledore either. Maybe you're just bad at voices. You ever think about oh, that? I'm 100% bad at voices. I'm okay with that. Well, since we're going to talk about the new Star Wars trailer today, can you do Yoda? No. <laughs> Not even going to try. Chewbacca. Uh, heck no, I definitely can't do that. Okay. Can you do a whiny Luke impression? I think you can. Oh, whiny Luke. <laughs> no! He told me you killed him. I guess that's your Empire Strikes Back reference. Yeah. Can, can I talk about something that bothers me plot hole-wise with the old Star Wars films? Oh, hot takes. <laughs> right out of the gate. Go yeah, ahead. Right out of the gate. Um, so in The Force Awakens, we see Maz Kanata give Rey Anakin's saber. Okay. All of a sudden, all these visions fly through, all these memories, I guess, um, happen when Rey touches the lightsaber. Okay. Um, this is the same lightsaber that Obi-Wan gave Luke in the original series. Now, I I get it. This is the original series. It probably wasn't thought of then. Just something they added around. <laughs> they were going to do year. 40 years later. Yeah, yeah but um, it really frustrates me that the whole... The whole twist of the original series was Vader being Luke's father. Okay. When, if you go with the Ray logic, as soon as he touched the saber, he should have known that. Because, um, because those memories would have come flooding to him. Um, well, you know, my my argument is that the Force affects different characters in different ways. What is this, midichlorians? No, it's the Force. <laughs> it's um, the Force. And I think that Luke might be a little older than what Ray is at the beginning of The Force Awakens, would you say? I mean, they're probably around About the, the same, same age. age. I don't know. I, I think that Ray as a character was just more open to stuff than Luke was. Luke was a, kind of a pessimist, and uh, Ray wasn't really like that. But, you know, I, I don't know if that's a plot hole. That I think that's just a. Something that happened. Three P O. Is that another whiny Luke impression? Yeah. We just now lost. Got me on it. We just lost all four listeners. Yep. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. If you're wondering, uh, if you want to advertise on the Nerds Landing podcast, uh, we have really strong numbers. So <laughs> get at yes. me. We're trending upward. Uh, I think our first sponsor is going to be like Adam and Eve or somebody like yes. that. Yes. Sponsor a lot of podcasts. Maybe some uh, Deja Vu. Yeah. Maybe. Um, <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, Adam and Eve always uh, <laughs> talks about the free DVD. That or uh, Tony Melito. We get Tony Melito on here. Oh, God. He would lose everybody. You'd have to. For, budget for the people. Yeah, you have to put his uh, ads at the back of the podcast. I'm a dealer for the people. All right. So let's gonna do a little status check here. So. We are at the, we're on the midpoint of October, 
and we are eh, about 60, 63 days until episode 9, so they put out a new trailer. Um, I had a little bit more information uh, than the first trailer. Uh, the first trailer was just like, hey, you know those characters that you like? They're back, and that's about it. Um, I feel like the entire trailer is a misdirect. I don't think there's really much in it that's actually going to happen. Yeah, I, I think they did a really good job of cutting up different scenes and the placement of them. Because, um, you know, it looks like Luke is abandoning Ray. It looks like um, Kylo's extending his arm to Ray. Um, definitely. I, I, I actually think that might happen. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think that's the one where I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a thing. See, I, I'm under the impression that Kylo is not going to kill his mom I think what's going to happen is he's you know the trailer shows him like getting ready to push the trigger yeah he starts he visibly looks like he is about to start crying so I think he pulls away and someone else does it well for me a I don't think Princess Leia is going out like that um and for me my immediate thought was that he was about to do something that he knew that he shouldn't be doing and Leia could feel it in the Force. I feel like I got more of that feeling than he was about to kill her and whoever else was there. Um, but, you know, he's he's crazy, so you never know what he's going to do. Um, now, this is going to be a weird side take here, but you and I have both watched pro wrestling off and on for probably 20 years apiece. Yeah. Right? And one of the hardest things to pull off in pro wrestling is a double switch where the good guy becomes the bad guy and then the bad guy becomes a good guy. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So when I watched that trailer, there's part of me that feels like that could happen. I know it would be a really weird move considering that, you know, Ray is kind of supposed to be, you know, the 21st century answer to a character like Luke where uh, the girls like her. Um, and, you know, I'm a almost 27-year-old man. I think she's a great character. But there's something that they're doing lately in movies where they're getting little girls involved in the action movies and stuff, which I think is great. So it would be a, a really weird move to have her go to the dark side, even if it's temporary. Yeah, but I think it would be a change of pace. Um, if you look, especially at Force Awakens, Rogue One didn't really do it that much because it was kind of a standalone film. Um, but The Force Awakens got a lot of comparisons to A New Hope. I mean, it was yeah. basically the same. People's complaint was it's basically the same screenplay, just updated um, with how it unfolded. It just felt like it had the same flow, the same you know, start middle uh, and end. I like, um, I think The Force Awakens is better than New Hope. Oh, I, I 100% agree. But It's the best possible version of that story arc. Right, but it's, a lot of people's criticism is it felt too familiar. Um, it, it just felt like Star Wars. It, it didn't really feel like any specific movie to me, other than the planet destroyer. But that's kind of like, I don't know, if, if you compare that to a real-world situation... If you, you know, let's say we take all North Korea's nukes, they're going to form more nukes. 
So I can live with that type of logic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so another thing for me is that I think uh, Finn's role was pretty clear. I think he's going to try to be a Jedi or something close to a Jedi and not fare very well. He's not going to know what to do now that he's no longer a stormtrooper and, you know, they're trying to get back to a trying to figure out what a normal life is for somebody. It looks like they're um, going to make him a spy. looks like he's being uh, sent to the to the enemy lines. But to me, it looked like he was captured. Or maybe he's captured on purpose. That, that's a possibility. Um, and then for me, uh, I, I'm starting to rebel a little bit in that I don't really enjoy a ton of CGI. I don't like complete CGI characters very much. Even though um, actors like Andy Serkis do a great job. You know, he's been in War of the Rings, Planet of the Apes, and he plays uh, Supreme Leader, is it Snoke? Snook, Snoke. I think it's Snoke. Who cares? Uh, Snooky. Snooky. Oh, man. I bet they weren't thinking about that uh, when they they named that character. But uh, when you look at him, he's just, he kind of took me out of it. And, you know, this is a trailer where you see some character for about 10 or 15 seconds at the very most. Probably less. So, I'm hoping in the movie that he's a little bit more interesting. I kind of liked his uh, projection style persona in the first one where he had, like, that big physical presence. Right. I thought that was more intimidating and a little more worrisome than just, oh, he's this little shriveled thing. He looks like Darth Vader's head expanded into a real person he, he or looks, a character. He looks like Jar Jar Binks was severely burned. Now, that would be a great twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I guess what I want to know is, you know, we're both extremely excited. Uh, I would think you're still excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Are you more excited for it from the trailer or Oh I, I watched the trailer like ten times today. Like I I I'm ready. It didn't have that impact for me that the episode eight trailer did. Um so I think what it did for me was just like, oh, I think they're trying to they're trying to trick me here. So even the director said if you want to walk in with no information, don't watch this trailer which I'm sure Disney loved that. Um, so for me, I don't feel like I know anything more than what I did before, yeah, which I like that aspect of it. With um, with The Force Awakens, I did a lot of research. I was like, okay, well, let me, like, not, I wasn't looking for spoilers, but I was looking to find as much as I possibly could about, like, what to possibly expect, like, Really? So you wanted to know? So I was reading, you know, the theories from the fans. Um, I was reading the here's what we know so far. Um, See, I, like I wanted that. to walk in cold. And I knew and, some stuff, but... Yeah. Um, and I did that with Rogue One. I didn't watch a single Rogue One trailer. I didn't read a single thing on Rogue One. Well, even when you watched the Rogue One trailers, it didn't tell you anything. Uh, uh, all I knew about it is that it was a Star Wars prequel. Yeah, well, um, I will say that me doing all that research didn't hinder my experience with The Force Awakens, but I'm definitely not going to do it for this one. 
and um, I'll be interested to see. Like, I'm really pumped. Like, it, it was everything I could do to not like Google stuff about this movie. Well, I don't think there's a ton out there anyway. Uh, I'm sure there's stuff and there's rumors and speculation, but um, I'd rather do that myself, like we're doing right now. Um, Now, what's interesting, because the theory, Star Wars theory, is that the second movie in the trilogy is generally the best movie. I don't know if people count the second trilogy or not. You know, uh, but anyway, if you look at the original trilogy, conventional theory is that the Empire Strikes Back was the best of the three. Would you agree with that? Yeah, um, I would definitely agree with that. It's, it's my favorite of the original. Okay, now we'll do our, our full Star Wars rankings here in a couple months, but you know, it's safe to say that most people have Empire Strikes Back up pretty high. So and then in the, in the second set, would you say there is a better? Of the three, like the, the, there was a, a better, like fully formed movie. Personally, I liked the third one the best. I agree. Um, I liked. Like, uh, it 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 was very hard. Revenge to, of the Sith is that it? Um, yeah. yeah, I think Attack of Clones was the second one. Yeah, um, it was very hard to sit through those. It felt like they took a long time to build. Yeah, they um, were long movies. But there was, um, in my opinion, the the most action that. Just, I guess because they were closing the loop, it just felt better. Um, there was a certain level of emotional weight to that yeah. movie. Um, and I try not to go with the trend, but they're just not good movies. Yeah. I, I mean, I I own them. I, I, I think I still I do. You know, I, I own them, but I also own, I still own like two different VHS sets of the original trilogy, so... It's not saying much, but um, yeah, I mean, there's just some stuff you need to have even if you're not going to watch it. Right, I mean, like I have Batman and Robin. Hey, great movie, absolutely great. But of the original Tim Burton Batman movies, that's the best one. Well, the issue is that Tim Burton didn't make those movies; he made one and two. Are you sure about that? I'm absolutely sure. Uh, Tim Burton. Uh, directed Batman and then Batman Returns and then Joel Schumacher took the reins for Batman Forever and that's, Batman and Robin. That's the one I'm thinking. Batman and Robin sucked. Batman and Forever is the one I'm thinking of. That's the Jim Carrey one, right? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're telling me that Batman Forever is better than the original Batman with Jack Nicholson. I'm not a Jack Nicholson fan, so... You're telling me that Batman Forever Mm-hmm with Val Kilmer Mm -hmm. is better than the original Batman with Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton. I'm not a Jack Nicholson fan. Put your balls on the table and tell me that that's a better movie than the original Batman. I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. No, 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 no. I think it is of the original, what, five movies? Four. Of the original four, it is my favorite. I think it is a better movie. All Balls right. on the table. Well, this podcast is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> because well, I love I, the interaction between um, Jim Carrey and Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones yeah. was amazing, especially because Tommy Lee Jones hates Jim Carrey. Like, physically doesn't, hates him. Doesn't Tommy Lee Jones, like, physically hate everybody? Yeah, but Jim Carrey ran into him uh, while they were filming the movie. Um, mm. Fun facts. Um, 
Jim Carrey ran into Tommy Lee Jones at a really fancy restaurant. Okay. Um, went over just to say hi. Um, and Tommy Lee Jones full on looked at him and said, I hate you. Please go away. Like, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah, he pretty much, to Jim Carrey's face, I got to respect it, to Jim Carrey's face, like, you you make me sick, get away from me. Huh. Like, we don't have, I don't have time for your shenanigans. Well, I'm not surprised, and then now Jim Carrey is kind of like this, like, super depressed former Hollywood star. I, don't I know mean, if you most, know most comedians from back in the day are. Well... If I could pick somebody that I could grant a comeback, I'd probably give it to Jim Carrey. Because uh, I think I think in the world we live in now, we need some real comedy. Yeah. Something that's not so weighty. See, for me, I've always loved Jim Carrey. Um, I felt like he was more of a PG version of Adam Sandler. Because um, if you think about Adam Sandler's early movies, he was very off the wall. Um, you know, like... Happy Gilmore, where he's like, you know, the price is wrong, Bob. And I would just, I would really kind of say, I always thought Jim Carrey was a little bit more visceral than Adam Sandler. That Adam Sandler was more like a kid version. Uh, but you know, well, neither of them are like super well, serious the figures. I say, of course. Yeah, I mean, the reason I say PG is how many times have you, you know, how many times watching Ace Ventura did you hear Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey really cuss? Yeah, but you yeah, know. I think too. Most of the time, you know, there's not a ton of that in Adam Sandler movies either. But I see what you're saying. Um, we'll do a full podcast at some point on the Batman movie rankings and Batman Forever. Oh man, sneak peek. Oh, number one. It's better I, than I'll, better than dealing with freaking Arnold as Mister Freeze. Well, yeah, nobody fucking likes that movie. I mean, I enjoyed Danny DeVito as the Penguin. That was pretty nice. Well, honestly, if I had to pick, you know, I wasn't a huge Batman Returns fan. Uh, so, we're kind of on the same track. I, I would probably go Batman and then maybe Batman Forever in that set. Um, Batman Forever wouldn't get anywhere close uh, to the newest ones. Although, I did watch The Dark Knight Rises recently. Uh, it's not holding up great. Really, uh, I don't. I don't know. It, it, I enjoy it, but some of it just doesn't make any sense. Like if it'd been like a five-hour movie, it would have been perfect. But they squeeze a lot of interesting travel <laughs> into two and a half hours. So anyway, you're saying that it's like Game of Thrones season seven? Dun dun dun. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I could see that. Um, and then. I haven't uh, brought myself to watch the dark, uh, the the Dark Knight in a while. I don't know. All of a sudden, it, it hurts my feelings to see Heath Ledger. Well, I mean, you watched that movie a lot, like, like at least a hundred times, at least. I feel like every time I've talked to you after that movie for like two years, like, oh yeah, I just watched Dark Knight the other day. I don't know that that's true. Great. I mean, it's a great movie. You know, I saw Joffrey's it. in it. Uh, no, he's in Batman Begins. Oh, well, see, all the Batman movies are the same. Don't don't go there. Uh, <laughs> except for well, except if for, there's a except for Batman, if there's a world that I you know, get involved with and like the most, it's probably Batman. So don't feel yeah. bad. Um, I mean, Batman for me has the the best villains. Like I absolutely love the Joker. I love the Riddler. 
Uh, Two Face is great. Uh, the villains for me is what makes Batman so awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do a full ranking on that, but uh, I probably do need to watch The Dark Knight again soon. Um, I did see it five times at theaters, but we worked in a movie theater, so it was free. We, I did pay one one time to see it in IMAX, which it's was IMAX though. It's different. Our, it was worth our theater it. didn't have IMAX, did they? I don't remember our theater having IMAX. Absolutely not. You know, oh, I, I knew it was a big deal when we finally upgraded to digital. <laughs> it's like you and, mean, only, and only the four big theaters had digital. You mean we aren't using forty-five millimeter rolls anymore? Oh, <laughs> uh, do I remember hauling those up the stairs? Hauling them up the stairs. Yeah. I remember like messing with a bunch of the old school, like Tom and Jerry film <laughs> rolls in the compactor room. Like it was pretty crazy. Yeah, nuts. Uh, well, anyway, so uh, back on track for Star Wars for a few more minutes. So uh, we're both excited for the movie, and we think that this trailer is lying to us. So my question uh, that I was trying to get to when we started talking about Batman, never bring up Batman because I'll just talk about Batman for four hours. Um, do you think this is going to be like Empire and that it's going to be the best one? Um... I know that's really hard to say. I I hope I hope not, but um, you hope uh, it builds. Uh, yeah, that the it, last one is. I hope that the last one is the best one. I'd be okay if they were all equally good, and that the first one. It, the only knock against the first one is that it's kind of like one of the other greatest movies ever made. You know that's not bad, um, but I would say that most of the actors and actresses will only get better. Uh, Daisy Ridley will get better as an actress. Right, yeah. Adam Driver will get better uh, in that character. I think he's already a great actor. So, um, another question I have for you, just since, since we're talking about it, do you think that they're really only going to do three movies as a part of this? Yeah, um, I, I think so. I think it makes the most sense. I'd be uh, shocked. If they only do three movies. Well, I mean, you got to think they're they're exploring the spinoff. Um, the Star Wars universe itself is so massive just because it's been around for years. You know, um, so many fans have made their own spin on it. Um, you know, they could honestly take some of the ideas from the video games. I'm not saying make a video game movie. Right. But take some. There's ideas. a lot of side canon. Yeah, that there's they a lot of side canon explore. that they could explore. Even though they technically denounced most of it when they took over the yeah. franchise, but um, I think that was just a move to make it a simplified right. thing. You know, they got to start from somewhere, and they wanted to be successful, so they t- made the scope smaller, so they had fewer mistakes. Well, I guess my thing is that when you're in a situation where you're printing money, the way they are, and you have these actors and actresses that I'm sure they have other roles that they can do now, but they're not going to be making the type of money they'd make doing Star Wars necessarily. And if you're, if you own that uh, IP and you're making a billion dollars per movie, why would you stop the, uh, I guess the main story, the main Star Wars story that they've been doing for 40 years why would you stop that after three movies if you didn't have to? Well, um, I think it makes sense from a story standpoint because your original three, um, 
I, I mean, I honestly could see Luke dying in this this movie. Um, I actually don't think so. Uh, um, I, 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 it could happen. Do you do you think he makes it to through the end of end of the final movie? Yes, I do. So you think he lives even when the series is over? If that happens, then I could see them continuing the story. But well, if because we obviously lost Princess Leia, um, rest in peace. Um, then, obviously, Kylo killed Harrison Ford's character. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. It wouldn't shock me. Um, and so if Luke goes, we, we've we lost the, the core of yeah. the story. Well, I mean, even the I original think, three revolved around I think around the them. fact that because, those people would be gone, that means that it can go on. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, so we had the original trilogy with yeah. those three characters in Vader. Um, and then we had the prequels, which still tied to the original three characters because it was the story of Vader. So you got to see like Luke and well, Leia's I mean, parents. Well, well, technically, you're seeing more than likely seeing Darth Vader's grandchildren. So it's still about him. Well, we're for sure seeing one of his grandchildren. Correct. You know, more than likely two. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I see Wars what you for, mean. Star Wars for a new generation, I guess. I'm okay with it. I love Star Wars. I, I see love what you universe. mean because I remember when they said that they were going to do another three. I was excited, but I thought to myself, okay, well, how do you do that? Yeah. And that was before I knew that they were going to bring back a bunch of actors in their 60s and 70s. And, you know, I'm happy that they're there, but at some point they have to move on. Like, um, like Rogue One was beautifully done. Had it, it it tied into the story, but you didn't really see any of the characters till the end, where you see Vader, you see yeah. Leia. Uh, I watched that recently. It holds up really well. Um, I've only only saw it one time in the theater. Um, how many times did you see Force Awakens in theater? Um, I only saw it once in theater, but okay. I bought it as soon as it came out on DVD, and okay. I watched it like four days in a row. After that. I think I've seen it overall probably hmm, probably 3.5 I think I started it a while back and got busy and had to stop it but uh, it's good you know uh, <clears throat> it was a very emotional event seeing yeah. it in theaters yeah. um, so anyway uh, we're uh, gearing up for our uh, st- full Star Wars month in December. So if you like Star Wars, this is the place to hang out. Uh, so if you haven't seen the trailer, hopefully we didn't spoil it for you. Go check it out. You know, it's got all the main characters. Oh, um, Oscar Isaac's character. Mm-hmm. What's Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. I would really like to see a separate Poe Dameron movie. I'd be okay with that. And I'd also be okay that they've talked about doing a young Obi-Wan movie. Yeah. Kind of between uh, the prequels in the original series. Uh, which I think is a great idea. And they need to bring back Ewan McGregor. He was a yes. great Obi-Wan. I agree. He was the best part of those movies. Yep. Uh, 100%. So, so anyway. For, you know, Liam Neeson's, but he died. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah. Qui-Gon. Now, if they do a Qui-Gon Jinn movie, it's going to be kind of hard to pull off. <laughs> because... <laughs> Liam Neeson is not tip-top Qui-Gon shape at the moment. But he has a special sort of, sort of skills. 
special set of skills. Well, it doesn't matter. Set, sort of. It's all the same. Taken, it's, Taken's it, been out for like 10 years. Nobody, nobody remembers. It's sort footage. of the same. I remember when the first Taken came out, it was so good. Yeah, and then they and really it just did. got worse yes. and worse. It's just stopped. It's like the Hangover series. The first one was so good, and then they just yeah. ruined it. Hangover 1 and 3 were pretty good. See, you keep you keep pumping up Hangover 3, and I, I don't, I'm not on that. I'm not pumping train. it up. I mean, it's like if you have to say, you know, if it's a good movie or not, it, for me, he goes 1, 3, 2, but I could have been done after the first one. Yeah, there was so much hype for Hangover 2. It was so bad. I think we did the hype to ourselves. Like, we we got on the hype train and we never left the I station. I mean, there, to my recollection, there aren't very many great comedy sequels. Yeah. Um, see, the... Like, the, Ted 2. Ted, Ted 2, 2 was not that good. I, no. I really like comedy movies that revolve around the same characters but aren't technically a sequel. Like forgetting Sarah Marshall and okay. get him to the Greek, like a universe. Yeah, it's like a universe. Yeah, um, this is forty. The amazing Jason sequel created. Um, yeah, like this is forty is not a direct sequel, but it's got the same characters. Of knocked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I like that. I think that gives you a little bit more growth opportunity and allows you to really branch out. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Anchorman two was a big letdown. Uh, I still haven't seen it. Two Lander was a big letdown. Haven't seen it. I pretty much refuse to go see comedy sequels. That's kind of my thing. I mean, they're worth it to see just just because, like, you know, like, who doesn't love the original Anchorman? Who doesn't know, love Two Lander? I really was excited for the original Anchorman. And then I just got this vibe, like, in the last couple of weeks before it came out. It's like all you saw was him doing the Dodge ads and going on late shows as Ron Burgundy. I was like, this was not the point. The whole point was that you had to discover it. Yeah. It wasn't uh, shoved down your throat so much. So anyway, we're excited for Star Wars. We're going to have a Star Wars month in December. We'll have some good stuff uh, between now and then. Uh, I'm thinking we owe ourselves a Batman discussion after what happened tonight. Why not? We can do it... Uh, um we do it Halloween week. Why not? Okay. And, uh, of course, Justice League is coming out next month. And Yep. So is Thor. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have some good stuff uh, next week. So this has been Episode 12 of the Nerds Landing Podcast. As always, my name is Josh. And I'm Morgan Freeman. A.K.A. Scott McDonald. <laughs> have a good night.